You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And on this podcast, we talk all about hot wifing, cuckolding, and a little bit of the, the interracial BBC lifestyle thrown in for good measure. And as always, my goal is to just separate fact from fiction and, and let you know what really goes on uh, with the participants in this lifestyle. Um, so I'm actually still at Splash Mocha in Atlanta. So I'm recording this episode and I had, you know, a, a, a lot of people that I've known in the lifestyle who were down here. And I have the pleasure of having a, a, a very good friend of mine with me who is a very good bull in this lifestyle. So uh, I'm going to introduce you to my man, Ron. Ron, why don't you say what's up to my listeners? Hello, everyone. All right, there you go, there you go. So um, I guess just to give the people a, a, a little background, uh, how old are you and where, you, where do you currently reside? 42, and I reside in Boston, Massachusetts. Okay, and like I said, I've known you for a while. I, I think we even met before I even started doing my podcast. So it's, it's been a number of, of, of years and everything. So when did this, I'm just always curious, when did this get on your radar? Like, like not even necessarily talking about hot wifing or cuckolding or anything like that. Just, hey, there are men out there that want to see another guy fucking their wife. Hmm. Okay. I lost my virginity in the lifestyle. And I mean, it's a long story. Wait a minute. You mean you literally, yes. lost, like you were a virgin. Yes. Not you lost your, lost your lifestyle virginity. You mean you literally lost, lost your virginity, virginity in the lifestyle. In, okay. And um, I met this nice couple. Okay. I grew up, I grew up somewhat religious and squeaky clean, you know, guy. And I played sports and I played with guys that were older than me. Some that were uh, alternates on Olympic teams and... um, all Americans, and we're at one of our, you know, hangouts, and they asked, you know, hey, are you a virgin? And I was like, I guess something about me is just kind of like, yeah, just, you know. Just squeaky clean, like you yeah, said. Yeah, right. And I was like, no. But I think the way I said it was like, yeah. yeah. Now, now, how old were you at this time? 19. Okay. So, well, at the time, I was probably like 18. Right. You know, 18 and 19. And these guys had, like, these magazines and all these, like, you know, sites and everything. And I was like, hmm, look over their shoulder. I kind of figured out what it was. And I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. This is interesting. Got on one of these sites. Do you remember what the site was? No. It was, you know, a while ago. Right. And, uh, you know, a kid in the candy store. Mm -hmm. See? Dare I say free sex? I don't know yeah. how I really want to word that, but you get the idea. Yeah. Met this couple from New Hampshire, chatted a bit. A bit. They were going to come to one of our games. No, if you don't mind me asking, what sport was this? Volleyball. Okay. The wife shows up, this blonde, beautiful blonde, in a white fur coat, smelling amazing. I asked her what she was wearing, and it was called Unforgettable. You know, the whole... Like, right. Nat King Cole. Yes, right. Exactly. The guys were like, who's that? I'm like, that's a family friend. That's a family friend. We hit it off. And she said, hey, you know, I think we'd like to have you back to, at our place. So, okay, cool. You know, we set something up. I go, try to be charming. New Hampshire is live free or die. I'm a black man. Okay. Mm. A number of years ago, they're a white couple. Never done anything like this before. And, you know, it's kind of a surreal experience. Mm-hmm. We have dinner, we hit it off, great conversation, ha-ha, yeah, okay. Why don't we move into the living room? So before we do, I say, listen, I've never done anything like this before. And they were like, we kind of figured as much. The wife goes upstairs, the husband and myself, we go into the living room, and, uh, you know, he puts on porn. Okay, cool. She comes down eventually in a black 
uh, Teddy and sits next next to me and puts her arm around me. And I put now, my... Just kind of curious, how old would you say they were? She was 34, he was 38. Okay. She, she puts her arm around me and I put my... Lock my fingers and put them in my lap. She puts her hands eventually between my legs and I keep my hands locked. And the husband was like, why don't you two go upstairs? Okay. You know? So we do. I've never done anything like this before. Yeah. Really didn't know too much about condoms. I mean, and you know how they ought to unroll the whole thing. Anyways, we go upstairs and we start kissing a little bit. And I'm just thinking like, you know, what's about to happen? Now, before you before you continue, I'm just curious because yes. you said that there was a, an older group of guys yes. that introduced you to this. Kind of, sort of. Right. During this time, were you getting like any kind of like tutoring or no. mentorship or no. they just showed you the website and you were I pretty looked, much on your own after I, that? I looked over their shoulder. I looked over and I was like, what's that? And I kind of figured out what it was. I'm not, you know. Oh, so they, don't, they didn't even know that you went and started searching Correct. on your own. Oh, okay. Correct. I see you. Correct. I put a condom on. We start going at it. Thirty seconds later, you know, right? My yeah. my load was done, but I was nineteen. It didn't go down. I didn't know anything about taking the condom off or whatever. It's changing. Husband comes in, and I'm all like, "Okay, like I'm with his wife." Like, yeah. He's at one end. I'm at the other. It's kind of cool. And basically, basically anything that can happen between two straight men and a single female ha- or a, a a wife happened. So there was kissing. Oral, vaginal, vaginal, anal, DP, DV, you know, um, spit roast, everything. This yeah. is the first time I'm ever having sex. Right. So I'm like, this is kind of cool. I'm feeling like I'm the man, you know. Did that for a good two years or so. With and this particular couple, or you no, mean just different couples? Different. I'm, I'm not the citizen by day and the freaky mother. By yeah, night. so you was, <laughs> he was doing it. I was doing it, you know. But what I realized after two years was that, the couples were going home to each other, and I'm going home to no one. So now I start seeking out more tradi- traditional relationships. Three months, three months. I find well, women are crazy. Mm-hmm. The ones I met. Right. Okay. And then mm-hmm. eventually um, I got in a couple of long-term relationships, one with an Italian, and then I got into another relationship with uh, a woman from, from Vermont. She was freaky. She was She was fun. The relationships ended, and then I'm kind of like getting close to my late 30s. Start dating a little bit. Late you know, 20s or late 30s? Late, th- late 30s, because I mean, it was like, there was this, I say that I, I was in or around the lifestyle. It wasn't straight through. Right, right. I, I kind of found it again. Okay. Okay. After, after the drama and some of these relationships, I said, I just want to date. My buddy said, hey, you know, check out some of these like websites, you know, like the Tinders and the OK Cupids and the right. Plenty of Fish. Okay, cool. And that the long-term relationships were in my 30s. So after like three to five dates, the, w- the women were kind of like, okay, so where's this going? I'm like, we're just dating. You know, I guess their biological clock is ticking. Mm-hmm. Wasn't really with that. Kind of found the lifestyle again. You know, I could sort of like have my fun, be social, you know, because everyone's kind of like in their relationships and married and all that stuff. So where right. can I find people to sort of do my thing? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like how it's happened, and and it's been going on for a while now. So, at at this stage in the game, where would you say you are as far as? Because, like you said, I'm I'm sure that part still holds true. Which is, at the end of the day, they go home with their spouse, and you, or is it that you're just more comfortable now going home by yourself, or are you still looking for that? But you're like, I'm not in a rush. I'm waiting for the right kind of situation like where's your mindset as far as because like i said at the end of the day you're still going home by yourself like that hasn't changed Correct. since you first started doing it Correct. it's just the way you deal with it yes is different so how Correct. are you dealing with that now i guess i'd say i have options mm-hmm. it's you know i like the variety right you know I, I like the connection for me a big part of this is connection like you you do a podcast you interview people I like to hear people's stories. Mm-hmm. I like to, you know, con- connect in that sense. Right. So if we can do that, that's cool. You know, there's some beautiful women in this, and I've met some average house moms, you know, and I believe in you don't judge a book by the cover. You got to read a little bit. Mm-hmm. You got to see what it's all about. And I've had some amazing experiences with 
average people. And yeah, I've women that probably normally wouldn't catch your eye, but you get to know them, and it's like, wow, I find this woman appearing. Right, right. Yeah. But as you're saying, okay, yes, I'm going back home by myself, but I don't want to deal with any drama. I would like to have a primary partner, but here's one of the things, Michael. I really believe that the dating situation has changed. It's more of a hookup culture. In my mind, I could be wrong. Right. You know, I'm watching a little bit of this on, you know, YouTube and this, and I'm hearing this, and I'm reading this, and and I really feel like the the last, the boat shipped on relationships maybe five years ago. Mm-hmm. At least for me. You know, Michael, I'm not going to say anything about myself except that what I hear is that I'm tall. I'm fit. I'm okay looking. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't got no pimples. I try to take care of all that stuff. I try to, you know, my teeth and all that and breath and all that, you know. Um, but I don't know. Relationships are just, just tricky. But I try to be what, what I think a couple or a single female might, might want in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. You know, and, and everyone has their own journey. I'm doing the single male thing, the couples thing. There's the, the single female. I've tried several times as a couple. Mm-hmm. What I've found is a couple things, okay? Like we're at Splash, okay? It's primarily uh, black males, African-American males, males of color. Right. Okay? And I've had partners, partners in crime, and that might be their, their primary take. When you go to a couple's party, usually it's, it's mostly Caucasians. Mm-hmm. I don't really want someone taking taking one for the team. Right. So, you know, it kind of hasn't really worked out. Some of the women that I've met, like, also, I want to say it's kind of like this. I'm in decent shape, okay? I'm going to say a lot of the dads, that sh- the men that show up, they're dads. They're dad bods, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know this. For men, this is what I'm going to say. And for women who are bi, you look at the women, and it's like her, 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 her. The women that I've gone to these things with, they're like between 50% and let's say 75% of the men that are there, like, mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, it's hard to get four people on the same page. Absolutely. 100%. So it's been, it's been tougher that way. And I kind of was doing this Justin, Be- excuse me, Justin Timberlake thing where, okay, I'm with the group as a couple, but then I can do my own separate thing. Mm-hmm. And I just found it much easier to do that than to do the couples thing. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just kind of curious then, like, if you had to paint, like, if you had the ability to say, okay, you're going to be able to design your ideal partner mm. on this computer and have the computer spit this person out. I'm I, just, met, I'm, I met her this weekend. I'm just. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I'm, I'm, Michael, I'm not kidding you. I met this Brazilian woman. She's feminine. She's beautiful. I think oh, I saw you talking yeah, to her. You sure. introduced me to her when you were talking at the bar. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, she's, I don't know, like, you know, and I don't know, Michael, you know how it is, the honeymoon phase, everything. Yeah. You know, like, I'm seeing her good side. She's seeing my good side. Right. I haven't seen her, her place. I don't know what she likes to argue with, but on paper, she's. Well, when I, when I say that, what, what I'm getting at is, or what it, I'm trying to address is, you know, okay, like for example, I'll put it out there. Shoot. And I've, I've, I've told this woman this. I don't even know if she listens to my show, but I've, I've explained her to some people. There was a, a woman that I met some years ago. Uh, she was passing through New Jersey because she was in the military. And, you know, she was, you know, she was a black woman, sexy as hell, you know, came to one of my parties by herself. And, you know, we talked and hit it off. And she was like, she was like mad cool. But I've always described her as like, like if you had to design what the perfect okay. lifestyle partner would be, mm-hmm. it would be her. Okay. And the reason why I say that is, like you said, a lot of the women that we often come across have a preference for black men, which at an event like Splash is fine. But when you try to do the Bliss Cruise or the mm-hmm. different types of resorts where, they're, where black men are in very short supply, then... Like you said, you can find plenty of women that you're attracted to and you can find plenty of women that are attracted to you. Mm-hmm. But your partner mm-hmm. being with their preferences or even if they're even if they're open in that preference, if they at least want the guys to be in like great shape, that makes the pool smaller than the pool that you have access to. Gotcha. So the thing that made this woman so unique, 
you know, I'm a very kinky dude. You know, I'm, there are a number of fetishes that I enjoy. I'm involved in BDSM myself. I have a master-slave dynamic myself. You know what I'm saying? So I'm very aware of kinks, you know, things that turn people on. You know what I'm saying? And her kink was she just enjoys, like, she gets off on on being used sexually. You know what I'm saying? Like, in her mind, there is no such thing as taking one for the team. You know what I'm saying? Like, her pleasure comes from, hey, this man wants to fuck me. I enjoy that. He's using me to get off. That turns me on. You know what I'm saying? And so the way that that transfers to this lifestyle is, like, like, like picture yourself in those situations where you're with this beautiful, she's a beautiful woman. When, I, when we get done with our interview, I'll show you a picture of her. She's a beautiful woman. So picture yourself going to these events, whether even if it's all, you know, primarily Caucasian couples and you have this woman who you know they want. And in her mind, there's no such thing as taking one for the team. Mm. So if you mm. meet a woman that you like mm. and she finds you attractive and the guy is into her, it's all good. That's why I describe her as like the perfect partner, because her mind doesn't even think that way. I mean, she's not looking at guys like, oh, well, he's not my type. And like I said, that's her kink. That's what she gets off on, you know. And I know that that's one of those things that you could never look for it because you'll probably never find it. But the fact that it's there, you know, like you appreciate, like, wow, that's, that's some rare shit. You know what I'm saying? So, we'll, so that's what I'm asking you. Like, what would your ideal partner be like? Hey, I I can be with this woman. I can share my life with this woman, but yet it's not going to affect my interest in a lifestyle in an adverse way. And so, when you brought up the woman that you met this weekend, I'm wondering, like, did you have that kind? Of, like, would she be cool going to a couples type event and seeing? Okay, well then there you go. Because <laughs> she. You know, we just met this weekend. Right. right? So it's almost like, you know, in the beginning of a, of a vanilla dating relationship. You know, I'm dating, you're dating. So I, I, I can't say anything about what she's doing. She can't say anything unless, unless we start talking about exclusivity or where we're going from here. Right. Okay? And she was like, I have no jealousy. You know, she, I'm not going to say she stayed overnight, but like she hung out in my room. You know, it's a whole thing. She, right. And she's like, go, baby, go. You know, you go see the, you know, go have fun. I'm not used to that. You know, yeah, yeah. totally, like, cool about it, you know. And she's got, you know, some some guys. And I, you know, I'll say myself, you know, I have, I'm normal. I'm average. I'm I'm normal. I, I, I have some insecurities, okay. So I'm all like, you know, like, we did our thing one night. I was done. You know, I was done, 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 and done, done, okay. And the party's still going on. And she wants to keep going. She wasn't done. She wasn't done. Yeah. Okay. So she says, okay, I'm going to go out and, you know, uh, you know, I'm going to go down to the bar. You know, you know I know yeah. what that means. I ain't yeah. Saying, okay, cool. You know? And I'm thinking, I'm never going to see her again. You know? Mm-hmm. Wasn't the case at all. She, you know, reached out, said, hey, I'm coming back. You know, like, what are you doing? Like, totally, like, just really cool and really chill. You know, I think she feels the same way. But, you know, I mean, there's distance between us. She's here in, she's here in Georgia. I'm in Boston, but we're talking about, you know, vision and all this other, you know. Hey, man, you got to start somewhere, bro. Yeah, yeah. But to sort of answer your question, if I am if I got a blueprint, I mean, it's got to be someone who's cool. Someone, I would like to say someone who's attractive. Not, you know, I would like to say who, who I find attractive. Yeah. But if you're going to go to these parties and you're going to try and, you know, meet up with other couples or a single female or single male, that they find attractive. Um, Someone who, who doesn't have... Jealousy issues. I, I did this, Michael, um, with a married wife. We call her hot wife, okay? Where we met, they lived three hours away, and we, the husband and I chatted for a good two years or so. They were coming into Cambridge. He had a conference. He's a, he's a surgeon. And, hey, you know, it would be nice. Okay, cool. I get my massage table. I went to school for massage therapy. I do all that stuff. And... She was kind of reluctant, you know, you know, I think it was like a nerves kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. We sat, we had a conversation, you know, I, I think I can hold up my end of a conversation. Hey, let's, let's try the massage. Okay, cool. We do that. 
got a little touching here, touching there, and getting a little excited. Maybe we should move over to the bed. And we had a good good time for a good four hours. You know, got, you know, it wasn't takeout. I think we found a pizza place and everything. This was like a Wednesday night. I have to work on Thursday. You know, she wants to, you know, see, get together often, you know. And I'm like, whoa, you know, I got other things going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eventually, like, you know, the husband said, hey, why don't you two get together? I got to work. You send, send me some pictures. Okay, cool. Then somehow it came up that we're going to do parties together, so that's what we did. Michael, I got to tell you, like, I was so excited to be in the in crowd, what I thought was the in crowd. Mm-hmm. Single male, it's, it's an uphill battle, at least from my point of view, what I've done, what I've seen. I'm thinking, okay, we can go, and I don't have to do the work that a single male has to do to make the approach. I mean, the thing is, if you're a good-looking, charming guy, if you're known, you know, like, oh, that's so-and-so, okay. But if you're not, you still have to sort of, do the work. Mm-hmm. So now I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to do like all the other couples. Let's just sit back. Let's see who approaches us. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that didn't really happen. You know, and now I'm getting in my head, being an African-American male, I'm thinking like, okay, all these, these white couples, they're not into a black man. And I'm, you know, I tend to blame myself if things don't work out. Right. Okay. Eventually we found some parties. You know, you show up a couple times. Oh, yeah, we've seen, oh, okay, mm-hmm. kind of like works out a little bit. It got to the point where, she wanted to see me more often than I wanted to see her. And, um, okay, I, I had, there was a time where we went to a party and we had to leave, or I thought we had to leave. She's having so much fun because she's up in, you know, another state, comes down, and there's a very different lifestyle in Boston. Right. And, uh, well, she she wanted to continue playing, and uh, it, it's kind of ugly. I really don't want to. Right, I feel you. Okay, so let's let's just. But but anyways, jealousy came up in this to the point where you know restraining order got physical on her part. I'm a black man; she's a white male, a white female. You know, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, black Lives Matter kind of a thing. I'm trying to keep cool, get you know. So I don't want to deal with someone who's jealous. Mm-hmm. But you know, basically, you know. Just be cool. And so, how did that turn out? With you just being cool? Well, I'm saying I want someone who is just cool. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, just no drama. Okay, so. And maybe a primary partner as well. You know, like, if you want to do your thing, cool. You know, do I want to live together with someone? Maybe if, if it feels right. Right. But, you know, you do your thing, I do my thing, I have my world outside of the lifestyle you have yours cool i mean because it's interesting that you, you you bring that up because i've I've actually it's, it's been a while but I, I i remember you know doing an episode on that particular topic and i remember the reaction some of the reactions that i got to it about when you're a bull in this lifestyle and you're a single guy like you said, you're around these couples and you have these great experiences. And But then at the end of the day, they're going home together. Mm-hmm. And you're in your house, in your apartment, in your condo, like by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like Valentine's Day, all your, you know, all the people you can hook up with, they're, they're with their partners. I mean, New Year's Eve. I mean, they're with their partners. And, you know, that can be a struggle for some guys. For some, not for me. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I feel fortunate, you know what I'm saying, and that I have my home life, you know I mean, and I'm it, it doesn't prevent me in any way from also, you know, swimming in, 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 in this pool over here. So it's interesting to hear your evolution mm-hmm. of at one point you thought you were missing something, and now it seems like you've gotten to the point where you're comfortable with yourself. Yes. You're like, I don't, it would be nice to have, but I don't feel like I, like, I'm, I don't need it. Correct. I mean, I'm comfortable not having it. Mm. And if I do find it, it's going to be the best situation for both of us. Like, I'm not cutting any corners. I'm not, you know, I'm not compromising what I'm looking for. Like, I know what I want. And if somebody brings that to the table, cool. But I'm not going to, you know, devalue myself because I want that so bad. Sure. So it, it definitely seems like you've evolved to that. One of the things that I do want to find out about your your, your journey is, you know, when we start doing this, when we start cutting our teeth, all the couples kind of get just lumped into one group. Guys that want to watch their wife with a dude. Okay. You know what I'm saying? 
And then as you go through it and you evolve and you learn, you start to have a better understanding of like, oh, wait, there's a kind of a separate segment, which is cuckolding, mm -hmm. which, you know, from, from, from my vantage point, you know, it's a lot like if you, if you look at two cars, right, you got two Mustangs, right, sitting in your driveway. They look identical. It's just one is an automatic, one's a stick. The one that's a stick requires a different skill set to drive it. Same car, but just requires a different skill set. And that transfer only goes one way, meaning if you can drive the stick, most times you can jump right in an automatic and, and be fine. The, the reverse doesn't hold true. You can't get out of the automatic and just jump in the stick having never driven one and expect to be effective at it. And so I'm just curious, what has your evolution been like in dealing with cuckold couples? Like, what, did you get it at first? Did it take you a while to get to it? Has it? Did it make you refine, you know, like some of your skills? Like, like what, what has your experience been in your journey with, with cuckold couples? My question for anyone, single female couple, whatever it is, what are you into? How do you play? So that kind of tells me. And, you know, and the thing is, is there's some buzzwords. I was talking to a couple earlier today. And what did the husband say? He said something about, you know, like, we, we do this and, you know, I like to serve, you know, I, you know, and, you know, and you kind of, okay, this doesn't sound like a, a, a stag vixen. Right. It sounds like a, a hot wife cuckold kind of couple. And as you know, Michael, that's a, that's a very broad term. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my questions from there are basically, so how do you play? Like, you know, so what's the line kind of a thing? That's how it's refined my approach. Um, some people are into some things that I'm not. Everyone right. like last, I have, I have this catch line on my, my profile, which says something about I'm not for everyone. Mm -hmm. Long story short, it just means that I'm selective. Mm -hmm. So it depends on what, what, what a couple is into. Most of the couples that I... Okay, so I mean, the, okay, because you want specifically the cuckold. Husband likes to watch. Um, some, I'm going to say mild humiliation because I, in one of my profiles, both of my profiles, several of my profiles, you know, no real pain, no real humiliation. Mm -hmm. To me, there's still a code, okay? Code among men. Mm -hmm. I get it. You know, that's your thing. And it's partly fantasy for me. Mm -hmm. That's how, you know, you know, there are people, there are men here with cages and, you know, that's, they're wearing them, you know, it's just talking to one that you saw me with. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah I know them yeah, very well. Right. You know, and, and he wears a cage all month, you know, and he, he only takes it off to clean it and, you know, puts it back on and, you know. So that's that's for real for them. Absolutely. So it just depends on the dynamics, you know. It's it's interesting. Yeah. And it was funny. The couple that I was talking to earlier, you know, I was asking the husband, like, how do you feel about, you know, wearing the cage out in the open now? And from what I understand and what I've heard, you know, you're doing a great thing for that, the cuckold community. Michael, the last splash, you know, there was a couple of people that was, you know, this one just feels like this more open. You know, yeah. you're, doing, you're doing quite a bit for the, the community. And I, I, I would like to think that it's being more accepted mm -hmm. countrywide, at least. No, it, 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 it definitely is. And that's actually been you know, an objective of mine, especially at Splash. Because mm. my thing is, if you can't be open about that at Splash, then where can you be open mm. with it? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. like I, I feel like, you know, like Splash should be, you know, like a, a safe haven, you know, for them to go and, 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 and be accepted and, you know, kind of be, you know, I guess for lack of a better term, like out of the closet, you know, uh, you know, so to speak. Um like I said, I, I know that as a bull, if you want to be proficient at it, it does require a different set of skills. I mean, like I know I can't approach a stag vixen couple the same way that I approach and deal with a, a cuckold couple. Because like I've always equated like, and not to minimize it, but it's just when I deal with a stag vixen couple, it's like playing checkers. I mean, when I deal with a cuckold couple, it's like playing chess. Like, a stag vixen couple can sometimes feel like, you know, you and your buddies back in the day, he, he got a girl that's down for it, and y'all just having fun. 
You know what I'm saying? There's no real, like, hey, okay, your turn. Okay, my turn. Okay, we do it together. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels like two friends having a good time with, with, a, with a female. You know what I'm saying? Whereas when you start getting into cuckolding, there are so many different elements that can be at play. In other words, okay, are you both submissive to me? Or is he submissive to you and you're not submissive to me? Or are you submissive to me and he's submissive to you, but he's not submissive? Like, just all these slightly different... Sure variations that that can determine okay how am i going to interact with these people you know what i'm saying and then you know like you said the you know the the humiliation aspect of it um personally it's something that i enjoy and i think that for me it it it's easier i guess because i have that that bdsm background you know what i'm saying and i had like i had to exercise those demons in myself early in my life you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'll, I'll touch on it briefly in that I grew up, you know, inner city kid around a lot of misogyny, around a lot of physical abuse, basically around a lot of men who were who treated their women pretty shittily. You know what I'm saying? And so when I discovered that it turned me on to call a woman a slut and tie her up and spank her and like do these things to her. In the beginning, it scared the shit out of me mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, shit, does that mean I'm going to be like them? Mm-hmm. Does that mean I'm going to turn into an abuser? Does that mean I'm going to turn into this misogynistic kind of, you know, kind of guy? So I was I was really worried about that. And I had the good fortune of coming across, you know, an OG, older black dude who had been in a lifestyle for a long time. And he thought enough of me to kind of take me under his wing and he explained things to me. He explained to me the the importance and the value of consent. That he's like, hey, young blood, it's not like you just walking up to that r- random woman in the bar and like, hey, slut, come here. You know, it's like you, you don't carry yourself like that. But he was like, if you meet somebody and this is something that turns them on and they give you the consent to do this, then in reality, what you're doing is you're making them feel good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are. You're making them feel good. It may seem weird, but you're doing something that turns them on. And so when those dots connected in my brain and I was able to work through that, then it was, for me, it it, it was smooth sailing. It's like, okay, hey, if a woman wants to be treated like a slut and that turns her on, then I'm going to make her feel like the biggest slut, you know, walking the planet. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I had a, you know, a story that I've shared on the show before about a hot wife that I had dealt with and she had came to a party of mine. And, and you threw great, great parties. Oh, well, thank you, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And I'd given her a password, basically saying, hey, any guy that comes up to you and uses that password, you, you basically, you got to fuck him. Because that, that's, that's my way of telling you that I've already given this guy the okay. And so fast forward to this weekend at Splash, I was talking to a couple and that story had come up and they loved the idea. Like, they loved that idea. You know, so they asked me, hey, would you, you know, would you do that with us at, at Splash? Um, so I was like, okay, cool. And I actually had the first woman that I did that with, she actually uh, came to the Splash. So I introduced the two of them, and they knew the story of each other. And so I actually had the wife that I did it with the first time come up with the password for this time because I wanted her to be included in it. You know, and I told her that, you know, the way this works, no matter what you're doing, I don't care who you're talking to. I don't care if you're eating. If someone comes up to you and says this password, then, and, you know, the first few times I watched her, like I'd tell a guy the password and I'd see it. And she, sure enough, she was, you know, every single time. I, I didn't use that to dominate her week. And like I say, hey, you're more than free to, you know, do what you want to do. But just understand that there are going to be moments where somebody's going to come up to you and say that word. So I say all that to say, as it pertains to cuckolding, to me, treating a woman like a slut is in the same lane as humiliating a cuck. You know what I'm saying? Like to the outside observer, it's like, oh my God, you're treating that woman like shit. But it's like, but she enjoys it. Just like, oh my God, you're saying those horrible things to that guy, but he enjoys it. You know what I'm saying? So to me, they're, they're in the same lane. So it, it, it wasn't difficult for me to make that jump. I mean, it's like, oh, okay, well, humiliating a cuck, to me, is pretty much like, you know, how I treat a slut. 
I mean, like, I don't really feel that way, but I know that she enjoys it. So it's easy for me to get into that role and get into that character. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm always curious as to, you know, how guys handle that progression of like, oh, shit, this is a different type of couple. This requires it. Because some guys don't, they're not comfortable doing it. They're not comfortable playing chess. You know, they don't want to do all that thinking. You know I mean, like, you know, compared to hot wifing, I find cuckolding to be, it's, it's very cerebral. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's mm. a very cerebral mm. dynamic. Mm. And not everybody wants that cerebral type of dynamic with their play. They're like, hey, man, I want this shit to be light and fun. I don't want to have to do all that thinking. I, I do enough of that in my home life or I do enough of that at work. When I play, I don't want to do all that thinking. So I get it. You know what I'm saying? I totally get the guys that don't want to deal with that heavy lifting. Um, but for those that do enjoy it and that can see it, for more than just all the pussies in the same pot. Like, to them, it doesn't matter if it's a hot wife couple. It's just pussy in a pot. You know what I'm saying? And they don't really. Whereas for me, you know, I like to kind of take the pot and dump it out and and and, and separate it because I like having a mix. Because sometimes I might have a day where I don't want to do a lot of thinking. You know what I'm saying? So I'll deal with a stag vixen couple. And then some days it's like, you know what? I'm really trying to get you know, like deep into some shit. So let me find a good cuckold couple and just and just go there with them. You know, so I'm always curious as to how other bulls, especially successful bulls in the lifestyle, view those two things. Like, do you view them as the same or do you see them as different? Do you have a preference? Like, what are your thoughts on cuckold couples, like dealing with a couple where the woman is firmly in control versus your typical standard, you know, stag vixen type couple? Well, you know, Briefly, I had a similar situation, you know, way back when, where I met a young lady at a club, white, black. You know, we stayed in touch. And when we, we played, she told me that she liked to be choked, she liked to be slapped, you know. She, you know, And I was like, I wasn't raised that way, okay. But, you know, there was something that she liked. So, let me try it. And honestly, I felt myself turning over to the dark side, okay. After that, you know, I didn't contact her for two months because my, my mind was messed up. Okay, you know, we kind of like figured it out. And then, like you say, I kind of realized that this is something that she enjoys. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So we kind of like did some of that. I've been in or around this for for quite a quite a long time. And I've checked off a number of things off my bucket list. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now I almost feel like I'm wealthy in the sense that, you know, let me let me see if I can give back. So it's kind of like what you're talking about. If it is a a, a hot wife cuckold kind of couple, you know, and I know that it does something for them in their relationship. Okay, can I rock with it? Mm -hmm. Can I roll with it? Can I, can, I, can I get down with where they're at? And if it works out, then cool. If not, you know, I like to say there's something for everyone in the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. might not be me. might be somebody else. Mm -hmm. So I, there's a couple now, you know, they, they want to come maybe to the next one, but yeah, I think they're all sold out. I mean, this thing yeah, is, yeah, it's, it's yeah. out of control. <laughs> yeah, they, it's out of control in a good way. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They deserve it. Yes. You know I'm saying they, they, they work extremely hard. And if this thing sells out in a day, each and every oh. time, I'm, as long as I, as long as I'm able to get in, right. You know what I'm saying? But you know, they, they deserve it to have it sell out because they, they put forth a high quality event. Absolutely. You know absolutely. Saying? They put forth a high quality event. So. Sure. So the thing is, is with this particular couple, they are, you know, there's a humiliation, but I know that they, they enjoy that. They get off on that. It's, you know, I want to say usually it's, it's some high-powered professional husband, wife, and, you know, I just want someone else to take control. Mm -hmm. So, okay, cool. So, when with them, like, we've gotten into some stuff. Right. Okay? And he, he's out of the room, and she, you know, she, get, you know, slams the door, you know, the whole thing. And it's kind of fun. But with them, I feel like it's like once once the playtime is over, we can be ourselves. You know, I, I'm trying to think if I know anyone who's who's full time, like hardcore, twenty four seven. There's another couple, and I'm going to call them a cuckold. And you know, his wife is beautiful. Mm -hmm. She's just a good looking, beautiful woman, shy. One of these women who doesn't realize just how beautiful she is okay yeah, and a lot of these, like that. yeah and a lot of the husbands just want her to sort of have another guy see her that way mm -hmm. her confidence built all that kind of stuff and we've met and we've we've played we tried a couple things where 
and you know, Michael, there's not a lot of, in terms of like, let's use the word fetish, fetish wear or gear for men. You, you go on Yandy or, or whatever, you know, Three Wishes, and you're going to find a whole lot of outfits for women. But oh, men, absolutely. For men, it's, you know, they got the, the elephant with the, the trunk and all these goofy things, okay? So I found a couple of pieces that were nice, and I said, I said to him, hey, listen, I got a couple things. You know, they clean the wash, you know, you put them on, and she, you know, let's try some stuff. We'll get a leash out. We'll get a blindfold. We'll, you know, we'll mm. get vloggers, you know, we'll, we'll, you know. And he was like, I like that idea. Now, this was not necessarily cuckled, but they've, they're trying out different things. Right, they're okay. exploring. Now, he's, he's all like, I want you to, he, he gets off on, okay, he gets off on, you know, cream pies and all this other stuff. He, he's now like, how about I bring my wife over to your place, you know, and, and I'll drop her off. And he, the, the fantasies in his head. Mm. So, they're, they're, they're that kind of a cuckle couple. And then for the most part, that's the kind I kind of see. There are some who are a little bit more extreme, but, you know, for the most part, it's kind of, it's not deep into it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I kind of consider myself a mom and pop shop, and, you know, I do my little thing over here. I, I'm, you know, I'm not deep into it like, like some people are. Right, right. Um, one of the things that I'm always curious about, and I don't, I, don't, I don't bring this up with every bull that I talk to on the show, but the question is always on my mind because I think, I think it's a situation that, Every guy who's been in a lifestyle for an extended period of time has found themselves in a situation at least once. And I, 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 I call it that it's that moment where you kind of learn a little bit more about yourself. And I always say that in this lifestyle, you know, you have a lot of guys that, that, that want to be bulls and then, you know, you, 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 you kind of graduate. You know what I'm saying? Like, none of us comes into it with all the knowledge. We, we, we're, we're acquiring it as we go. And not just knowledge of the scene, but knowledge of self. And there comes that moment where you realize that to get to that next, next level, you have to be an extremely secure man in your own sexuality as a bull in this lifestyle. And what I mean by that is, We've all been in that situation at least once. You know, you you got the wife on the bed. She's on her knees. You know, you're fucking her from behind. All of a sudden, there's a little bit of movement. And you look down, and you see his eyes looking up at you. And, like, the first time that happens, it's like, like, oh, shit. Like, that, like that's a dude. I'm fucking her. Like, this dude, he's real close to my nuts. I mean, and in that moment... You can react. I mean, you can react one of two ways. And I know personally, when I found myself in that situation, my reaction was, you know what? I'm secure in who I am. Like, it's, nothing is going to make me doubt what type of man that I am. You know what I'm saying? So for me, when I was in that, in that situation, I was like, well, fuck, motherfucker. If you're going to be down there, I smacked him in his head with my dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... Dump my nuts on his face. You know what I mean, like, fuck it. If you're going to be there, be there. You know what I'm saying? But I know that that's a situation that if you've been in this lifestyle for a period of time, that situation has arisen. And like I said, we react to it in different ways. Some guys are like, hey, hey, you're too close. Back up. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm always curious. And if, if you don't want to touch on it, that's fine. I, 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 you know, I respect that because some dudes don't want to show their hand like that. But I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there. Like, have you ever found yourself in that situation? Of course. Like and, you say. And, you know, how would you say you reacted to it? Or did your reaction change? Was it like, okay, I reacted this way the first time, but then I got a better understanding? Or was it like from the door you reacted the way and you stayed consistent with that? Well, let's just talk about that for a second, okay? You know, there's, there's, there's always, you know, things happen in close quarters. You know, how tall are you? You got to be a 6'4". Okay, you're six four, I'm six three. A lot of wives are five two. Okay, if you're doing a threesome, which is my preference, to be honest with you, I, there's, there's something about the dynamics of a, of a threesome. I've always said that there's just enough naughtiness to still feel intimate. Okay, that's just my preference. Mm-hmm. You know, so the thing is, is you know, I'm dealing with a woman who's five two. He's here. You know what I mean? So, and, and for the most part, I think that I work well with most husbands and boyfriends. We kind of like figure it all out. Right. Okay. But to answer your question, well, one situation, what was it again? It was, um, what happened? 
And it was the first time that happened. Um, uh, well, one of the first times, at least, it's, it's the husband and wife, you know, cause, cause, hey, let's try this. Let's try that. The 69, the couple's in a 69. The husband's on his back. She's on top. Mm. And you're doing the doggy style type thing. Right. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think that's happened, you know, whether you're, you know, and you got to be like, okay, you know, my nuts might run on someone's nose. Yeah. Okay, so it's like, you know, okay, let's just see, you know, where is this going? Okay, let's just, you know, okay. And, and, and I was with a couple yesterday, and I was under her, okay? And I was able to get to the clit. We're cool. You know, mm-hmm. n- nothing too crazy like that. You know, so it's in 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 for me, it's kind of like it's in the interest of pleasure for her, right? So you know, he's inside of her. I'm licking the clit, so she's getting some extra stimulation. Cool, and it's 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 you know, but yeah, I mean, there is you know, you do kind of like question, okay, like what what's going on here, kind of a thing, and that's basically for the most part, it's been like I say, you know, the cream pie thing. You know, you want me to come on on her, on her, you know, in her, whatever, you know, and that's, you know, you guys get off on yeah. that. I don't judge. You know, it's cool. That That's your thing. Mm-hmm. No, it's, 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 like I said, it's, it's that, it's that moment, like I said, that it, at some point we're all confronted with. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm, and I'm always curious as to how people perceive that. I mean, perceive that moment, you know, because I've 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 talked about it from different perspectives. I've talked to, to to wives about it. I've talked to husbands about it. I've talked to bulls about it, and I'm always curious at the way, you know, the, the way that, just the way that people respond to it differently. Um, something else that I wanted to, to touch on because one of the things that I've always been a fan of is the way that you carry yourself. And I had another conversation with another guy who I have a lot of respect for in this lifestyle, and he talks about it as far as like like being your brand like mm-hmm. as a bull mm-hmm. and staying true mm-hmm. to that brand so and when we when, when you've been in the lifestyle as long as we have we see different brands that that guys have whether it's okay I'm going to be the rugged thug dude or I'm going to be this dude or I'm going to be that kind of what would you say your brand is refined okay can you kind of dig into that a little sure. bit more you know, I try to come off as educated, intelligent, articulate, curious, um, interested, interesting. My game, Michael, my game is this, okay? I don't claim to be 15, 11 inches. I don't claim to be the best-looking guy. I don't claim to be the lastest, the long, the longest-lasting. I do fine. You know, I, I think I'm in the conversation to some degree. Okay. <laughs> And I just like to think that my, my game is this. I just try to get people to like me. Mm-hmm. I figure, you know, if, if you, you talk to this guy, you see how he carries himself, you see how he moves through, throughout the room. He doesn't hover. And, you know, you've, we've seen yeah. it this weekend. Okay. Okay, cool. You know, I, I, I wave to the crowd kind of a thing. You know, it's flash game, whatever you want to call it. So, I just try to get people to like me and just be a good representative of a single male, whether you're black, white, Asian, whatever. I just try to carry myself well. You know, I try to speak well and take the high road. My, my game is basically underplay. I underplay my hand and overplay. You can't, you can't walk it back if you overplay your hand. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that's just I try to I try to be what I think a couple wants, is looking for. Mm-hmm. You know? Dress a certain way, talk a certain way, and sometimes that's too much. But at one of your parties, I could give you the name. We don't want to say it. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> but I'm playing with one wife, and the husband says to me afterwards, he says, hey, you know, uh, I really like how you, how you interact with that wife, where it was dominant, but at the same time it was somewhat respectful. Mm-hmm. And he says, I really like that. You know, like, what's your contact information? Let's get together sometime. So, you know, whether it's whether it's in the bedroom or whether it's, you know, out of the bedroom, I think there's a certain way of presenting yourself. The, the couple that I, whose room I was in last night, two top-notch 
dudes, okay? They're, they're laying it down. Mm-hmm. This is Splash Mocha. The wives are here for this. Right. And they were giving it to them, mm-hmm. okay? But afterwards, the conversation they were having, just real gentlemen. I mean, because that's what you're going to find a lot here. You're going to find a lot of gentlemen. And one guy, he said something. And as he was walking by, I said, I said hey, I, I got to tell you something. Like, you're a professional. You're stand-up. I'm like, you're you're top-notch. And then we were talking for a little bit. He said, I can tell you. He said, I can tell you are as well. Because, you, you know, because as you know, Mike, you said you've been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. So you know what to recognize. So I try to carry myself on that level. I, I can't really say 20 years, okay? But I look at some of these guys who come in, you know, this is their first splash smoker. They've been for two years. I look at them as a two-year-old versus a 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. You have a whole different perspective, a lot more wisdom, and you're wiser in this whole thing. So that's kind of like... I like to say that I also live in a world of abundance. You know what? It doesn't work out today. Cool. You know what? There's something else down the road. You know, I got this one back home. This one. You, you don't so, have to be pressed. Correct. So that's, you know, that's, I try to be laid back and easy. Everybody says, oh, we're laid back. We're, you know, but I try to be that way. Mm-hmm. So uh, before I wrap this up, you know, I have a, a, a lot of guys that, that, you know, that listen to this you know, that are trying to learn, that are, that, are, that are trying to get better. So what would you say, I guess it's a two-part question, and I'll start with this. What are some things that you see guys doing that you would advise or caution other guys, like, like don't be that guy, mm. like, don't do that? Mm. And also, what kind of advice would you have being an experienced guy that you are for guys just entering this lifestyle who want to learn? You know what I'm saying? Like the guy, I'm talking about the guys who come in and they want to be better. Like they want to emulate what the successful guys are doing. So like I said, two-part question. What do you see that you would tell guys not to do? And then what kind of advice do you have for those guys just getting into this? Well, one, I would say you got to make mistakes, okay? You're going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. I say that every guy has a dick. Just don't be a dick. Every guy has a dick. So why should someone want your dick? And the reason why they usually want your dick, it could be, you know, hey, send us some pictures. But it could be how you present yourself. The other question was, what was that again? It was um, behavior that you see that you would say, hey, don't do that. Like that, that, that doing that is not going to get you very far in this lifestyle. Like what are some of the things that come to mind if I were to phrase it like that? What not to do? Yeah, like hey, like if you if you keep doing that, you're not going to get far in this yeah, lifestyle. Well, like you're going to have a very short a very short shelf life. Sure. Well, I mean, one it's it's hovering. I mean, you know, if you go into a party and you know, I mean, and, and oh my gosh, I've talked to a number of couples here and back home where if you're at a play party, guys are just standing over the bed. Okay, they're just waiting to you know what I mean. Just like just, almost waiting for a parking space to open up. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Your musical chairs, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Um, you gotta be able, you gotta be able to carry yourself well. You got me. It's like you gotta ask a lot of questions. You know, you're an interviewer, right? You're looking for the for the for the for the for the goal, the, the pot of gold at the end of the of the of the, of the, the rainbow. Mm-hmm. So it's like I like to take all the guesswork out. I like things to be effortless. I want things to go seamlessly. So I gotta know. Are you this kind of a cuckold couple? Are you that kind of a cuckold couple? You know, I, I like to ask, you know, so at the end of the night, you know, how do you like it to end? You know, do you want me just to leave? Are you going to give me a, a heads up? Like, you know, do you, you know, you, you know, the sign, right. usually people start getting dressed, you know, okay, it's yeah. time to go. Right. So I like to know, like, what does she enjoy? What does he enjoy? You know, like, where are you guys at with us? To me, it's like, you got to ask the question because then you kind of got the cheat code to some degree, mm-hmm. you know? And the thing is, is you can chat online, but you got to meet him in person. And to me, it's, when you meet them in person, all you got to do is not fuck it up. Yeah. You just got to be cool. Wait, you know, hey, they most likely this couple set aside one night in a month. Maybe they, they do a whole lot more. Wife wants to get dressed up. She wants to feel a certain way. You don't want to show up late. You don't want to, you know, be all thirsty. You know, hey, you know, like when, when are we going up? You, you got to be chill. You got to be laid back. I'm watching some of these guys out at the pool today. You can tell 
the professional bulls, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just sitting there just making small talk. You know, they kind of like advertise, you know, the couples can tell. Yeah, we'll see you a little bit later. You can't be pushy in this thing. Mm-mm. You can't. My thing also is I don't usually talk the lifestyle. You know, you meet them at a restaurant somewhere. No one has, has an idea what you're doing there. You just meet some friends, but you all know what you're there for. Right. Okay? So it's like you just got to be patient. Not too patient, but, you know, you got to, you know, and you gave me a, a bit of advice, Michael. I want to say you said something about, you know, you got to make it clear. Hey, she look, you know, you look amazing. You look fantastic. You got to give them a little, some of the let, signs. Yeah, let, let them know that, hey. There's interest. You know, we, we, I'm not saying that we have to play now, yes. but if you're ready, I, I, I would love to spend some yes. time with you. Just, just, just so that she's not wondering if you're into her Correct. or not. Correct. I mean, you don't have to dwell on that. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you can have a regular conversation, but you can also make your intentions be known. Correct. I think there's a whole art of flirtation. There's a whole art of conversation. There's a whole art of being a bull. There's a whole art to, to all of this. And I think to some degree, I feel like some of that is lost. And I get it. You know, hey, you know, you're just, you're just down for a you know, DTF or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, you're, you know, you just want to have a bull do this or whatever. That's cool. But to me, again, that's like the whole refined piece. And I can't tell you how many couples have said they've either read my profile or they just like the way I carry myself. And you know, I'm not for everyone. Yeah. You know, some people just want, you know, to show up NSA and all that stuff. That's cool. You know, mm. do your thing. But that's, you know, that's kind of how I, how I see it. No, I feel you. I feel you. Well, before I let you get out of here, man, like I said, you, you've alluded to it a, a few times. So let me let you spell it out. How can people find you? Like on SLS, on SDC, whatever sure. sites you're like, how do, how can they actually find you? Sure. Okay. So on SLS, my, my profile is easy, whether it's FET, whether it's SLS, whether it's, whether it's SDC, what happens on? What happens on SLS? You know, the Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Right. What happens on SLS stays on SLS. What happens on SDC? But SDC is spelled the letter S. D-E-E, because they won't, you know, I guess they got some kind of algorithm that you right. can't put SDC, you can't put kick, and you can't, you know, right. they, they kick some of those ones out. On on FET, what happens on FET. Um, so the name begins with what happens on. on yep. Okay. Yeah, way back when on kick, I was I, I was on the, not my favorite site, a- AFF, you know. Mm. It was a, one of the first ones I found, so it's what happens on AFF, but I'm not on AFF anymore. Okay, so it's it's what happens on SLS, what happens on SDC, but it's S D E E C. Okay, and you just said the same with Fat Life. What happens on Fat Life? Okay, so that's how they find you. So, look, man, this has been a, a while coming. You know what I'm saying I'm glad you you know took some time out of your your afternoon to sit down and and, and chop it up with me. It's been a, it's been a pleasure having you. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I've always thought very highly of Same. you. So, you know, this has been something that I've been wanting to do, and I'm glad that I was able to kind of, you know, uh, check that off my list. I appreciate so it. So on behalf of my guest, Ron, I'm your host, Michael C. Uh, just a little shout-out to my Patreon supporters. You guys know how I feel about you. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. So thank you for your continued support. Uh, for those of you who are not yet Patreon supporters, like I always say, Maybe this will be the episode that convinces you to say, hey, you know what? We like what that Michael C. guy is doing, and we want to you know, we want to do what we can to help him continue doing that. So with that being said, I'm your host, Michael C. You want to say something before I let you out of here? I just want to say I was a little nervous and concerned about what this was going to be all about. But, Michael, you just have this presence that just put me at ease. I mean, which you've always done, okay? So, you know, anyone who you – think about interviewing, and they're hesitant, I hope that they do it. Because for me, this has been a, a good experience. This is not what I thought it was in terms of nerves. and Like, oh, I'm going to be, uh, you know. Well, I didn't, I didn't want to jinx you, but I noticed it pretty early. Sure. Your hiccups are gone. I know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I need, you, I need you in my back pocket. You hang out with, I need to hang out with you more. You know, see, I just noticed that they just stopped like like 15 minutes in. I was like, oh, shit, I don't want to say that because I don't want to jinx them. But yeah, it's, it's like it's you know, bouncing. Yeah, down. yeah, his hiccups are gone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, man, I, I I appreciate you saying that, man. It means it means a, it, it, it means a lot to me. That's the truth. You know what I'm saying? 
So with that being said, I am your host, Michael C. This has been another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast, and I will see you when I see you. Peace.